Hey guys, just a heads up. This podcast contains adult language and occasionally has adult themes. If you are under the age of 18, you need to click away. No, seriously, if you are a child or someone who's going to be judging me around the dinner table, you need to find another podcast. Thanks. Welcome back to the podcast, the To Be Determined name. Panatops. For now. I'm Amanda. I'm Brady. And we're joined by Mike again. Hello. Hi, Mike. It's been a minute. How we doing? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. How's the hats? Oh, they're still there. A little slow, but... I see you're making hoodies now, too. Oh, this is just one I made on my own. Oh. <laughs> I mean, just to... Not for sale yet. No, not oh. for sale yet. Well, still waiting for a baby beanie. Sure, for a baby, but... <laughs> awesome well we're here to tell spooky stories um as everyone can hear i got my allergies working with me again and my throat's very dry so i'm gonna kind of just chime in every once in a while but i'm gonna let you two gentlemen have the floor most of the time and i'll just sit back here and try not to cough my head off does that sound good mm, no Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we'll just be going off on we won't know where to go we need some guidance and direction <laughs> well uh format for today's episode is just scary stories um very special edition i got our oldest daughter to tell us she has what she calls the spooky spider podcast and that's just a podcast she does for herself oh, and nice. once for brady but never for me so I got her to record that and um, <laughs> the Haunted Mansion, which is another thing that she made up. So those stories will be included with today's episode. <laughs> However, she was jumping around and running in circles. So a lot of sound effects in that. <laughs> but it's pretty adorable. And yeah, so. Right. Scary story time. Brady, I know, has some scary stories. I don't. You have one that happened at the mine. No, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Um, Mike always has scary stories. We got the shit scared out of us about five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little way to kick things off, wasn't it? Oh, gosh, yeah. I was freaking out. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. We can... Well, we were hoping to have McKade on here, too, but he wasn't able to make it tonight, so... he Pussy. <laughs> Well, he wanted to do it tomorrow, and I said, I can't, because me and Mike have to work. It. We have to the be phone. there. We could do that. I can do a phone interview with him. Should we do that? I don't care. Maybe we you, could do that to the end of it, see what, how he's feeling up to it. There yeah. we go. Text him and see if he'd be up to it, and then we'll include him in the last half. You went out to Wyoming with us, didn't you, Brady, up to that? Or you been oh, yeah. to that medicine bowl? You went I with, wanted to take, there, right? I wanted to take a man up there. Not that it's like anything special. It's just, I, I guess it is special because it's like an old, we'll an see. old town that they just converted into a bunch of well, hotels they said that and stuff. Hotel is the, the oldest hotel from the back in the old days, like the Wild Wild West, and it has some of the most the most. Uh, what the heck? What the? Some of the baddest outlaws were killed around oh. there and everything. Virginia, they even have a show about it, and I just read up some stuff about that. And it's we stayed in just the jailhouse, but I could only imagine staying inside the hotel what that would be like. 
Yeah, we yeah we stayed in. The room we stayed in was it said bank on the side. Yeah, of it was it. the old bank. Uh, cause I know they had our room, then around the corner they had another room. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I wanted like I want to take Amanda there because I'm just like, it's so cool, but I don't want to like. I liked when we went in the winter because it was. I feel like it was more creepy. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, I would not want to drive up there in a storm like we drove up oh, in. Oh my heck, that was terrible. Okay, yeah, that was that was it. that was scary. Because <laughs> it was like semis literally flipped over. Everywhere. It was like semi flipped over, semi flipped over, and then we're getting blown off the road. We're going like one mile an hour in the trail of cars that are all like elephants holding each other's tails, and then we get there and we get put in the this room. It was nicer than the year before because the year before we stayed in another hotel and it was like the room was like something out of like a horror movie and then it had a hole in the window the size of a bullet. Like I don't know like it's a, it's a redneck town so I'm not saying like there was a murder there. It could have just been some kid shooting windows with like because it was like the size of a 22. Nothing big but it was right next to the train tracks. And so the train went by, it, they'd go by at like two in the morning and wake you up and it, like we just could not get warm in that room because it had a draft and we tried to put everything in front of that window. So that one was creepy, but I don't think that one was haunted. And then the other one was creepy. And I'll have to look to see if I can find the pictures because I took a bunch of pictures of that dining room. Yeah. And I've got to have them somewhere because it was like. This creepy dining room. They had like a doll. What in was a, the name of it? It's called Medicine the Virginian Bowl. in Medicine Bowl, Wyoming. It's funny that you just talk about the pictures because I took a bunch of pictures as well. And then I took some of just outside and then like I lost a lot of them. And then only the only few stuck around just from that. I, that I, don't, I don't think I slept much in that hotel. <laughs> I was out there for what, two or three days and maybe the whole time I, I think I... Maybe acquired like five hours of sleep the whole time. Holy cow. Yeah, I don't know if we... Um... Would it be the Virginian Lodge? Probably. Because that's what I... <clears throat> um, but well, we... Um, put the Virginian Hotel. We like got a room. Yeah, that looks too nice to compared to what you guys are describing. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to say my dad... <clears throat> I want to say my dad got us... I think he thought he got a room with two beds, but I think maybe we did have two beds. And I'm just picturing one bed, but we all had to like share. And it was, yeah, it was, it was creepy. At least it was warm, but it was, it was creepy. But. All right, I'm that, looking up some pictures. Oh, that kind of looks like it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that, oh, that's it. That's the dining room. Yep. Oh. Cool. Now that we've yeah, established so you look that. Virginian Hotel. On Google in Medicine Bow, Wyoming, and look at some pictures, and you can see the dining room. I think um, that uh, Ghost Adventure needs to do a series out there, dude. That place, like, I want to take a minute. We'll we'll go at I, some point, but when we got back, there was there was somebody doing a, like a haunt, like a haunted tour out there. They were going out to, to do that. We'll have to check that out. Sound like construction on the hotel began in 1901 and was completed in 1911. Wow. Uh, Augustus, it was built by Augustus Grimm, the first mayor of Medicine Bowl. Augustus Gloop. Uh, yeah, well, 
I'll take you there sometime. We'll go and I don't know what you can do there, so I don't know how many days. It would probably just be up there for like a day and a night, maybe another day. Yeah. I don't know, but it's cool. But yeah, I I didn't see anything there, but it was definitely one of those places you you could feel like you felt like every time you turned the corner, somebody was going to be standing there. Well, when I was there, I uh, like I said, I had a lot of trouble sleeping, so I went and you know. Got in the got in the bathtub, sitting there messing around, playing my game, and my screen went completely black. And then I seen like there was like this green uh, hand on Sorry, there, but it was like a bone, bonish figure. You know, it looked like a hand, but it was bones. Mm-hmm. And then it disappeared, and went back to what I was looking at. And it, then I thought it just creeped me out, so I got out of the got out of the tub. I'm like, I'm just sitting there, kind of hanging out, hanging out. Thinking, okay, I'm gonna go out the truck, go out the truck, come back in there, and there's nobody out. I mean, this is like two or three in the morning, just kind of like, kind of all freaked out. And I don't know why, but in the hallway, I swear I see my grandpa walking in this hallway, and my grandpa had been passed away for that, that was like 2010 or 11. That was, oh, it's right before I started at mine, so it was like 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. My grandpa had been passed away for five, six years. But that was just that was just another weird thing. It always kept me thinking I'd like to go back to that place. But every time I Google it or even think about it, I just get weird feelings about it. I pulled it up. Does that make you feel weird? No. <laughs> okay. I was trying to see if I could find any, like, um, I have a hot mess over here. I'm sorry. I was trying to see if I could find anything, any stories, but this is a... This is a dud website. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, look up how much it is to stay there. Spend a week, weekend up there or something. Me and you, I don't know if you'd want to take the kids. Not to a haunted place. Well, there wouldn't be anything for them to do anyways. I don't even know if our room had a TV in it, to be honest. I think Amber did. Did it? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I can just remember. Because I remember the sleeping, because it literally looked like... um. Like an office that somebody had converted into a hotel room. Yeah. Like it didn't look like a place that was built to be a hotel. It looked like a place that was built as something else. And then somebody's like, "We'll throw some beds in here and call it a call it a hotel." But yeah, that one. They're supposedly supposed to be one of the in one of the rooms. They're supposed to be one of the ladies that uh, appears there every once in a while. I read it on one time. I can't find it again, but. I'm trying to look up. She was killed in there, that room. Jeez. I. What do you do up in Medicine Bowl? Uh, is it just a... Uh, we were up there antelope hunting. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. is it just a hunting... Yeah, yeah there was us, and there, there was a couple other people that were all up there hunting at the same time, so... I don't know if they, like, are a certain time of the year where they're just dead, like, super not busy... Like, we couldn't go right now because I guarantee you it's covered in snow. We well, were... and I mean, it's hunt the hunting season, so yeah, I'm sure, like, you know, people who can get there are probably full of hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, that's creepy about the... I, I remember you telling me about, like, getting in the tub and the... You're, 
phone acting weird. I don't remember the hand. That's creepy. And that's like the last place you want to have something when you're like vulnerable, like yeah, naked. And it, was, it was so weird. <laughs> so that is creepy. Um, yeah. Well, we'll kind of start off by the telling the story that you prefaced. So um, we we're just at work the other day and my coworker was working some extra shifts and so he worked one night when we weren't there so he was with a different crew um and then i came in the next night and he had told somebody that they had seen a ghost and i was like all right i want to hear about this so i went up to him and i was like hey so i heard you saw a ghost and he's like yeah me and i think the other guy was oscar he's like me and oscar were driving so to go in the mine, you basically get in a truck and you drive down. It's just like a Dodge that some of them are converted to have like a big thing on the back that holds multiple guys or some of them have a truck bed. I don't know which kind they were in. They were driving down to where they were going to work and they saw a guy come out. So as you're driving down, there's different openings along the way about every 200 feet. We call them cross cuts because it cuts across and meets up with another road basically so this guy walks out of a cross cut looks at them usually when you see people in the mine all you can see is their light unless you're right next to them or if they're covered in reflective gear um so this guy sees a guy come out just walk out of the cross cut and signal him to stop which is basically you shake your head like you have different um signals when you're in the mine like Shaking your head means no, stop, you know, just basically. And then if you nod, it means go ahead, yes, whatever. And then if you make circles, it means come here. So the guy walks out, shakes his head. So these guys are driving in the truck and they think, okay, this guy's doing some work up here. Obviously, we need to stop. So they stop. Um, don't see the guy for a minute. He parks the truck, gets out, goes and looks. And there's nobody there. There's nothing there. And he calls Conspec, which is basically the operator of the mine. Like you call them if you're trying to find anybody or if you need to get a hold of somebody. So you, so he calls them and they have a computer. Everybody in the mine has a tracker on them. And so he says, is there anybody near us? We're at this place. And so she pulls it up on the computer screen and she goes, there's nobody anywhere near you. And... Like, that's possible that it could have happened, but the guy probably would have had to, like, get in the truck and drive away. Like, if he would have been walking away, you'd still be able to see him within, you know, a certain area. Or they could be like, well, this guy's kind of close. There's literally yeah. nobody around these guys. So, like, no, there's nobody there. Uh, we don't know what's going on. So, he's like, okay, gets in the truck and just drives off. Like, you know, what else can you do? So, that was his ghost story for that section he said he has more um from the old winter quarters mine because i guess his family either owned land out there or used to mine over there or something so i was gonna get some of those stories but uh we were really busy the last few days so couldn't really or tired one too i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> didn't really have much time to sit and talk so that was you don't visit while you're in the shower he won't take a shower. Yeah, he's kind of awkward. We don't want... Well, that's another... That's going to be another story. I like to tease Brady about that all the time. Because I'm like, so you shower with Mike? Is that weird for you? But then again, I want my sister-in-law to give me, like, 
laser hair removal, so I'm like, maybe that's... Well, I don't know. <laughs> when you shower, you don't really... It's not like you're all in there rubbing each other's back. It's like, you go in... <laughs> that's what I imagine yourself. a conga line. Yeah, it's just And like, then someone blows a whistle, and then you switch. No, because yeah. there would be some people that I know would conga a little too close, and... <laughs> You know, hey, don't want any lawsuits going yeah. on in the shower. So, no, but he he won't take a shower. He just changes his clothes and leaves. So, is this the guy that lives in his car? No, he lives like a half hour away. Well, Still, he's like covered in. Okay, whatever. We're well, right, we're yeah. not here to judge others. We're, we're here to here. hear. Some... I don't I don't know what his hangups are, but that that's for him. That's for him to say. Yeah, we're not. Mike, um, do you have any? ghost stories at the mine? I know you have a ton, but do you have any like that have happened at the mine? Well, uh, the other, well, not, about a month or so ago, two months ago, I was walking down and I've always kind of felt like, there's been many times where I felt like somebody's there, you know, kind of feel the presence of somebody. But the other day I was just um, walking down along the face and uh, out of the corner of my eye, there was a person standing there, clear as day. And then, but nobody was there earlier. Kind of see it out of the corner of my eye. Turn back, gone. I don't. I can't explain if it was just if I was tired. It'd been thirteen hour graveyard, or there was really somebody there. But I've always felt like there's you know the presence of somebody, and I always think I know that I'm gonna see somebody come face to face and have this interaction. It's gonna be underground in the mine, and it's gonna scare the shit out of me. I'm really not looking forward to that. Well, Brady, you said you had a co-worker telling you about the to- Tommy Knockers. Oh, yeah. Have I you just... heard of these? Because this guy Brady was talking to, he's like, yeah, when you hear knocking. You ever heard of the Tommy Knockers? No. I know it's a Stephen King book. That's all I've heard about. Is it really? Yeah, you never didn't know that? No. <laughs> yeah, it's a Stephen King what book. What hasn't he written about? <laughs> My mom used to, man, she used to Stephen King like crazy. I just, I just remember reading Tommy Knockers. Anyways. <laughs> so... Um, for the people that don't know, I, I know it a little bit, so I'm not going to like, I have a book I could pull out and start reading from, but why don't you just say, (coughs) say it from memory? Um, basically what it's supposed to be is like the ghosts of old miners are supposed to start knocking on the walls. And so if you hear somebody knocking, sorry, that was my couch. If you hear somebody knocking on the walls, then you need to get out. Because there's going to be something to happen right there. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to say because they have in the mind what they call bounces. And so you'll just be sitting there and then you'll hear a, a boom. Or sometimes there's a couple booms like boom, boom, you know. So it's hard to say like what's a knock, like what is a knocking sound, you know. Yeah. Um, but the Tommy Knockers, I was talking to a Sean the one day and when I was training with him and I said, Sean, because we'd had a talk before and Sean told me, I don't want to get too much into it because it's kind of, you know, his personal story, but he's basically had a lot of crazy life experiences where he, you know, um, I can't remember if he said that he died for a minute and then came back and he had like some crazy experiences with that. Um, But we just... I got a little bit of light. (laughs) It it was just kind of funny because we were driving down in the mine... And that's when you get like some of the most serious talk, you know, driving in or driving out. So we were driving in and we just started talking about it. Um, And he just kind of like threw it all out there and 
told me like his whole belief system and why he is the way he is and why he does the stuff he does. But then we were down there in the mine and I thought, I'm like, I'm just going to ask him. So I was like, hey, do you know what Tommy knockers are? And he's like, yes, I know what they are. And they're 100% real. <laughs> so I don't know. Like he's seen some crazy stuff. Him. He's had he's had crazy life experiences. Um, but yeah, I just brought it up to him and I was like, dude, have you ever heard of this? And he's like, yep, they're real. So I haven't, I haven't had an experience where I'm like, oh, that's what that is or, or not. But, um, you were kind of telling me a story the other day. You don't have to say the guy's name because that, I, you know, family anonymity and stuff. We were driving in a truck the other day and you had had an experience in the truck and you're like, you just get a weird, weird vibe riding in that truck. Oh Yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, we had a guy that passed away. Is that what you're only talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it was weird because, like, I don't know, a lot of strange things kept happening just after he passed away and everything, and then I don't think I've, I've like, seen him or anything, but I just you can definitely feel that the, the energy from him before he passed away is still there, kicking around every once in a while. and. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, is crazy. Like, I don't know how many people... Because that guy, it doesn't sound like he died of, like, an accident. Like yeah. a mining accident. It was just something that... a You know, freak thing that happened with his own body. Yeah. But... It's like... I wonder how many people, like... Because I don't necessarily associate it with, like, people that have died down there, you know? Because a lot of these guys that work there spend more time in the mine than oh, they do with their family. Definitely. So it's like... When you die, you leave, like, let's say you leave your energy behind. Like, would they leave their energy at home or would they leave their energy at the mine? Like, I like to feel like I leave my energy with my family. But some of those guys, like, either don't have families or this place is more, like, they just spend a lot more time there. So I'm like, that guy's probably going to be tied to the mine because he's... Well, that's the thing about him. He <laughs> was never home. He... Was a gonna get a haircut? And he he got a haircut this day, and he his wife had been passed away for like eight years, and uh, he got a haircut, and he was gonna go on a date. We were working swing shift the next day, next evening he was gonna go on a date, and uh, he uh, he had a heart attack. I was thinking he died of a broken heart, you know. And I was talking to another coworker of mine. I'm like, you know what? He he died where he, he died with people that he loved. He was around everybody he loved because, like, I don't know. I was just, I was excited to go to work that day. It was an overtime shift. I spent an hour talking to him before work, hour talking to him with the lunch, and then 20 minutes later, he he died. Crazy, but I don't know. But I think, like you're saying, like you're talking about that, that his energy was still there. And it, uh, going back the, I guess it would have been a week after it happened, I, I was dropped off to go watch a belt in the same area where it was and I had to call the I said I gotta go somewhere else I can't it it was just too weird mm-hmm. but. did you have something you wanted to say oh I just looked up knockers but I can add it in later because I'm really into your stories they're it just well, made me laugh knockers. oh it just I won't read the whole thing but it's uh knockers oh wait oops. Uh, generally, knockers only make themselves known through sounds, but mine, uh, but miners would also report seeing them, little imps sitting on pieces of wood or performing funny antics. 
Although generally benevolent, like all fairies, knockers can be offended and they do not like swearing or whistling. <laughs> whistling, huh? And I oh. just, you know, Brady tells me of one gentleman you work with that likes to throw in the F-bomb every other word. So. Oh, it's not just one guy. It's, it's literally everybody ready. down there. I was trying to read a little more. Because um, when you said that it was miners who have died... I'm not saying I hate that, but I've never heard that before. I, I want to say I heard it on. I heard they were. Um, it, I, I'm not disproving it. I've just have always heard that they're they're earth spirits. Which I mean, I guess we all return to the earth. I was just throwing another idea out into the into the mix. Um, it could be. I mean, I don't know. I just I feel like because the only place I've really heard about it was on Aaron Mankey's podcast lore. And it was from, like, an episode from years ago, so I don't know. It might be well, hard to find now, but... And I'm getting my information from The Fairy Bible, which is a book Brady bought for me when we lived in Cedar City. And I think I remember bringing this up to you, because I do remember you saying, I wonder if my dad's ever heard of the knockers, and I don't know if you've ever... No, no, I've never asked him. I know. What is it about your dad that scares us so much? Nothing. I've just, I've literally only asked one person. <laughs> like I don't I never which heard is about funny that. so I had this thing that I would do when I worked when I worked on the railroad I would always ask people it was typically like when you're driving a train and it's the middle of the night and I'd always ask them like have you had, ever had any crazy experiences and most of them would say no every once in a while there was somebody that said yes um but it was like I would just always ask people, but down in the mine, I never think to ask. I don't know if it's because the atmosphere is different or because it's like Mike was saying the other day, we're like sitting there, we're like, most jobs, you kind of have one or two things that you do are crazy. But when you're down in the coal mine, it's literally, you're just surrounded by death. Like every machine that you use is like tons and tons, you know, if it bumps you, you're dead. Everything you're like packing around is super heavy. Like we were hanging up hose the other day and the hose was super heavy like if you were in the wrong spot and it accidentally fell out it could probably break your neck if it fell straight down on the top of your head it could probably you know crack your neck um it fell on one of the guys we were working with and he was kind of loopy for a minute he oh, was kind of poor guy it, I, it, I think it just grazed him but he was kind of you know a little bit rattled um, all the hep a you guys get from shitting in the hallways <laughs> but it, it's just like this is the job where you're like, you, I mean, it's safe. It's only as safe as the people are. So, like, if you're down there and you're working, and usually the people driving the machinery are trying to look for everybody. Like, nobody's down there just willy-nilly whipping the machines around. You know, it's like everybody's, you, they don't go very fast. You can usually look for people. Most of the people, when you get around a machine, you try to walk to the side where the person is. You don't typically stand on the side where they're not um, because they can't see you, you know, and it's just funny. There's just a different vibe. So like with railroad, you're like, yeah, you're more likely to kill somebody else than you die, you know, but in this one, it's like, yeah, you're constantly surrounded by stuff. It's like, you know, there's, there's always jobs out there that are just inherently more dangerous than other jobs and they usually pay more. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm wondering if that's maybe why I don't bring it up. Is I'm not like, 
I don't want to be like, oh, hey, I know we're down here, but do you guys want to talk about like ghosts and stuff? <laughs> well, I was thinking more about that time when I asked that highway patrol officer, what's the craziest thing you ever did or seen or come across? Hoping for some super trooper type stories, you know, schnozberries taste like schnozberries, mm-hmm. you know. And instead, he tells me all these horrible, horrific accidents he's come upon. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah. I wanted some funny, something funny no. and lighthearted. And I got, so maybe that's what you're afraid of. <laughs> you want to no. hear some well, fun ghost stories and you're going to hear, killed a man once. Well, there's like, um, talking to people on the railroad, it was kind of like that. Like, some of them had ghost stories. Some of them had this and that. And a lot of them had oh, like the guy shitty who... stories. Killed the freaking, ran into the dump truck. Yeah, ran into the dump Ugh. truck and killed a kid. Oh, it wasn't a kid. He was like in his 1920s, but he's still a kid, That's a you know? kid. Um, but there was one dude was telling me a story where he, where they left, they were leaving the train depot and he looked over and he saw something in a tree, but he couldn't tell what it was because it was dark out and he left, came back and it was a, a man hanging in a tree. And they were like, is this real or fake? And the guy's like, I don't know. I Stop. I got to call the cops because I don't know if this is real or not. So they call the cops. The cops come out. Sure enough, it was a guy that had hung himself and he had been hanging in the tree long enough for them to leave on their shift and then come back. So at least eight hours. And he's like, yeah, I saw that guy in the morning and came back and he was, he was there. There was another guy that's like, they came upon a car or truck in the middle of nowhere and they went and found it and some guy had shot himself inside because they were literally driving their train through the middle of nowhere and the engineer driving the train was just like i i just have this feeling we need to stop and check this out brady so, we came here for schnozberries tastes like schnozberry stories not death and despair <laughs> will you please tell me the spooky spider podcast uh in just Okay, you're going to finish telling me what's this one called? Uh, the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Then, after all the creepiness stops, then the Haunted Mansion became to be a Haunted Mansion. And then they went in, and then everything else was spooky. So policeman ran out of there, and then he was safe. But the music, the breeze, and everything else that haunted got blowing through his mind. And then he went back in. Then there were spiders on the ground, and they were rock wheels, and they and they got him poisonous. All over him, and he didn't go to the hospital, so he turned into a black widow. Then everybody else came in and blew their mind, and they become ghouls and everything else, like black widows. And then snakes crawled underground. And then they were black widow snakes, which means they were black widow haunted snakes. And then the lights went out. And then the 
That was so scary. I liked it. Oh, it's not over? Yeah. I just need the curtains. No, don't pull my curtains, please. Oh, I'm just going to do this. Well, they're going to fall. Oh, great listening skills, honey. Got it. And then the
a great story, Bubs. Thanks for sharing. It's not done yet? Yes. Oh, how much longer? Uh, it's like one episode of Bingo. Oh. No, like nine episodes. Okay, well, I really do need this door open because I can't see the laundry. Keep telling. And then suddenly, lightning flashed. And, and the monster said it jumped in the same spot and they slid down and they never came up anymore. And then, and that was so scary. Did you hate the snakes? Oh, I hated the snakes. Oh, it gave me the chills. I know you were like, Boyd, please tell me the Spooky Spider podcast now. Yes. And we need some more light. Like this. One light. Well, no. This door has to stay open, honey. There's a puppy. Don't call me night. Okay, I'm ready. Tell me the spooky spider podcast, please. Once ago in the demon of night, there eyes glowing in the shadow. And then suddenly the huge spider at the campsite where a lot of people were there. And then they found it.
Okay, okay, what was the next episode? I Sorry, I thought it was only Do one episode. Do you remember the mummy part? Mm-hmm. They, all of them, the spiders, came the mummies. And then the spider crawled up to a nest and over it to pieces. Then she crawled a beautiful web. chapters are left. It's not a thousand. What? How'd it go from a hundred to a thousand? They just wanted it to be so creepy, so it is. It is so creepy. Alright. Do you want to see the fourth chapter? Yep, what's the fourth chapter? Then the pterodactyl flew in. Then it snuck and did the same. Jumped and went. Then jump, it tippy-toed, and it did it more, because it didn't go in the sunbeam. This my shadow, sis. Oh, we might have to pause it soon, brothers. Brothers threatening to cry. You're scaring him too much. He's scared of the spooky spider dinosaurs. You mean spider podcasts? Yeah, but you're talking about the dinosaurs. And then a T-Rex jumped by, and and they were stuffies. Remember his stuffy? Then he did karate kicks like this. Hiya! Can I kick? And he kicked one, but yeah. in the head and sliced. Can I, can I so, Spider Podcast is over. 
Over for good? A spider. No, it's not done yet. Yeah. Oh, how many There's more chapters? Oh. I think we have time for one more chapter. Okay, but it's going to be so long. Well, you got, let's see. I'll give you five, between five and ten minutes. How about that? A spider. Okay. And, yeah. and this is a song. A spider. The spider's all creepy. And they're Scary Spider Podcast is about a black widow. Everyone is a black widow. So all of them have a black widow. And they creep and grow and jump and hide and and do yard tricks. Tricks. sharing. Mike, if he has any more, but continue, Brady. Sorry, so you know this one. We talked about this one. This is my, I'll, I'll say this is my last railroad horror story. I can't remember the names involved. I'm sure you can Google it and find it out. Um, so one time I, we were, I was on a road, a road trip. I don't know what you want to call it. You're, when you're on a train and you go to a town and spend the night, it's called you're on the road. Um, so we were on the road and we were leaving from Salt Lake to Elko. And so from Salt Lake to Elko, you go, you leave Salt Lake, you drive out a ways, then you get to, there's a station in Wendover and then you go through Wendover and head over into Elko. So we were driving through and as we're getting closer to Elko, I just asked, I asked one of the guys, I'm like, you ever had any crazy experience or whatever? And he's like, yeah, we had one. And I can't even remember what the experience was, but then he goes into the, the story behind it. So they're like, if, when you're driving up, there was, I don't know if, if he saw it or somebody else, there was just a big mound of dirt off to the side of the train track and they just drove past it, whatever. Um, anyways, this guy had murdered his girlfriend and he took her out 
into the desert, but the ground was like frozen, so he couldn't bury her. So he just dug up like the topsoil and threw it on top of her. So there was this big mound where she was, and then he just put her there, buried her. They found her, and I think he either, I don't know if he went to prison or he just, you know, got killed or something. But if you're driving out there on <clears throat> on the train when you're getting close to Elko, you'll see like there's a spot that's like somebody surrounded it, like put white rocks around this mound and put like a cross there, and they're like that's where that's where it that's was. where they found her, and so they just kind of like somebody had went out and marked it with rocks and they did like a memorial and stuff for her there, so it was like you know it was tasteful, but it was like holy crap that just, you know it's just like this real story and I, I you could probably look it up i don't know he told me where to look it up but i totally forgot about it but it was just some dude and the railroad guys were like yeah we saw that mound there we didn't think anything of it so dirt. that's not their job you know yeah. they're just driving the train but what about you amanda you got some haunt stories i'm sure um nothing recently does that have to be recently I feel like I've shared my... That's, like, the hard yeah, part is I should have went back and listened to... have shared it with our ear listeners. I should have went back <laughs> and listened you? to the old Halloween Well, McCade's ones. my listener. <laughs> well... I don't... Do you still listen? I will not be offended if you well, say I no. I still listen. Um, I was just going to look up Elko murder. Oh, murders popped up. Elko girl murdered. I told you guys about our New York experience, did I? I don't think he did. Cooperstown out in uh, Oneonta. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to look up the Elko girl murder if you want to. Um, I could sit here all night and tell you all sorts of weird stories. Well, but... that's why I love, that's why I want you here, so. It, it was uh, 2014. We went out to Cooperstown with Cooper. Jess and I stayed in this hotel, or this house. It's called the Happy Cow out in Oneonta, <laughs> which is about 45 minutes outside of Cooperstown. Yeah, and it's in the mountains. It's in the big old hills, they say. But you see mountain hills out there. It's like a, it's like a little bump. But anyways, we pull into there. We got there before. We're staying with some other uh, parents from the baseball team. We pull up there early, and it was uh, out there in Cooperstown. It it rains a lot, and it just got done raining, so it was kind of the road was kind of the asphalt in the driveway was a little hot, and uh, we're sitting there in the car, and I kind of go over to. To the house to see if any, if it's unlocked or anything. It's not unlocked, so we're sitting there waiting. And uh, Jess had it in park, and uh, or she was going to put it in park or whatever. Or no, she starts to back up. As soon as she starts to back up, we look in the cam, the backup camera, out of like the steam that was coming off the asphalt. We swear it was just a, it was like an old uh, Civil War like soldier in the rearview mirror in the steam, you know. And we kind of like look at each other. She put it in park. And we're like, okay, okay. And you know, nothing was really said about it. Of other like that was weird. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up got in there, stayed in the house, and we were there for a week. So just some random things kept happening. You know, like uh, the first night we couldn't sleep very good, so we turned the TV on, watching TV, you know, fall asleep. And then we wake up. It's like three, four in the morning. And there's just this uh, bright demon-looking head on the on the on the TV, and it's just I can't remember what it said. It just says something, and like I seen it. I didn't say anything to Jess about it. Nothing. I just kind of like 
kind of like look, lean up, look at the TV. Okay. Get, crawl deep in the covers, you know. And then I get up, we go on about our next day, and I ask Jess about it. I'm like, did you see anything weird? She's like, yeah, there was something weird on the TV. It was like a glowing green face. And uh, I don't know what it is about me and the glowing green, but it was <laughs> kind of weird. But, and uh, just random things just kept happening the whole trip. And we had a lot of the other parents and stuff that said there, that stay there, said they had a bunch of weird things happen. So that was, we called the ghost Gladys. I don't know why, but. Felt right. <laughs> yeah, and then we. Uh, oh, I remember you talking about Gladys. And then I got, I took a bunch of pictures from the outside of the house and everything, blah, 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 snap pictures and showing people on. I got back at home showing people, heading back to work, showing some of the guys. And he goes, it was like in the front of the house, there was like all these old trinkets and stuff. You really couldn't, you couldn't get into that room. And then like, because it just had a bunch of old little figurines, like old lanterns, bottles and everything. And then I'm taking a picture of that and I kind of like take some other pictures. And then my buddy looks at this one picture. He goes, what the hell is that in the window? And it looked just like this guy, like a shadow of a guy standing there in the window and I don't even I lost all my New York pictures I wish I tried to find that that was kind of weird had a nothing really like spooky but Us? we didn't sleep very good that whole trip after the <laughs> after the first night you know with the the glowing green face yeah and then the Civil War soldier and then like if you I don't know I guess throughout there it was like it was it was like a big trail from when like back in the old revolutionary war and stuff that was there was a lot of it was in that country out there so it was pretty interesting that is interesting i was listening to a podcast today um scared to death podcast which is our favorite paranormal one at the moment um and the first half is like just scary stories may or may not be true they're just found on the internet and the second half is fan submitted stories and it was their first uh, fan submitted story from the UK. Or if not the first, they just, it's very rare. And the person writing in it was like, it's really weird to hear haunted stories from America. Your country's not that old. Whereas over here, yeah. like, we're old as dirt. And so it is interesting to think that. And especially, like, I think about the West versus East. And I, you, I mean, I think it's proven. Like, East and South are, like, way more haunted than out here because they're just like the older parts of our country and like more blood has been shed out that way um but yeah that's just what that reminded me of (coughs) you got any more for us brady you're looking up something no i was just just looking what did mccade say so you want to get on the horn uh he just said what time um well mike you were telling me one about where you live right now. I didn't tell Amanda anything. Yeah, this that is you me. Told me. So oh, yeah, it's I don't know if you wanna last I heard was in your black mold house. <laughs> Which one was that? The um, one you moved you were in right before. Yeah. In that, the little farmhouse that had There's a lot of I could go there's stories about that and then just most recently I had that time off with my hand surgery and I still kept like the graveyard schedule. I I so I'd sleep out the family room and it'll be up three, four in the morning watching TV and be like, okay, this is cool. I'm supposed to be asleep. But anyways, I get up, go into the bathroom and I, I used to, from the time I was a little kid, I always turned the lights on before I went in there in any room, just cause like I 
think the house I grew up was pretty haunted anyways. So I go into the bathroom and just as I'm about to turn on light, there was a little bit of light from the other rooms kind of reflecting in there. And I look in the mirror. I don't know if it was in the mirror or if it was behind me because I don't think you can see ghost in the mirror like behind you. But there was somebody like a shadow in the mirror right there as I was going into the bathroom. And needless to say, I about pissed my pants even before I got to the toilet. But <laughs> now, every day, every every time I go into the bathroom, I reach around the corner, turn the light on, and go in there. I can't do mirrors at night, dude. They, for, if you go... That's what, what I told them. Brady yeah. was saying that. No, I don't. My first... Okay, a couple things on that. Sorry, you finished. No, I good. just cut you you're off. Good. It's like my biggest pet peeve. I don't want to cut no, anyone off. Fine. Um, my first, like, scary story, I... I don't know, the first time I've had, like, been funky around mirrors, I don't actually remember it. My mom told me about it, and if you go back and ask her to this day, she swears it never happened, but, I mean, the woman can't remember something you told her five seconds ago, so <laughs> that's up for debate. But, um, I remember having a nightmare, and I don't necessarily remember what the nightmare was about, but I remember it was scary, and apparently I had freaking night terrors as a kid, because my mom walked in on me standing on my bed, pointing at my dresser mirror and just screaming and it was like to the side of me so it wasn't like pointing straight ahead yeah. it was like and like just jumping on my bed and pointing just like screaming freaking out and then after that I've never been able to look in a mirror at night like in the dark can't do it <laughs> um I uh, was actually listening to a new podcast that was like how to get rid of an unwanted spirit in your house and I was like oh this will be useful and it's like light a candle in front of a mirror and stare at your face until you don't recognize yourself. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. That is asking for trouble. We never do that. We never look in mirrors. And I can't tell you why, but it's just from that experience. And ever since I can't do, it's funny because I'll be at work and there's like mirrors and the lights will be pretty dim, pretty low, but I've never felt, and I don't know what it is about me. I'm vain as hell, but I love looking at myself in the mirror. Especially when I'm at work, and if I'm working on, there's a one mirror in the couple's room where I, like, will be working on someone's calf muscles and I'll see myself, and I'm just like, oh, damn, my arms look so good. I have nice forearms. I don't know if you know this about me, but I have nice forearms. And But yeah, I never get funky there. It's just like, in a home you setting. You're preoccupied and not. <laughs> yeah, I'm too busy looking at my yeah. nice arms. There's a... well, I don't mean that, but I mean, you're working. <laughs> You're working. I should be focusing on someone's leg muscles yeah. and I'm like, look at my arm muscles. <laughs> um, but the second thing is that's, I've always wondered what your, your house is like now, because I remember when we were dating Brady, I don't know why I clapped, sorry. Um, the basement was unfinished. Yeah. And I remember it was just like the funkiest energy, which doesn't really strike you as odd because I think it's just. Every basement has some because sort it's of... Just, it's just not, not right. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's, like, unfinished. Yeah. It's, like, the bones of the house. So, But I, I do remember one time standing... This is very specific, but I'm sure you can, like, relate. Standing at the little kitchen island, mm -hmm. looking into that guest bathroom. The door was open, so I was looking in the mirror, and so I could see, like, me in the kitchen, and then, like, kind of the other half of the mirror was to the stairs leading downstairs and there's just a face just like 
wide eyes, just like no lips almost, just like gnashing its teeth. And like hit the bottom stare. of the stairs? Not at the bottom, at the top, but it like didn't come past the threshold. So it's oh. just like standing at the top, just gnashing its teeth at me. And I'm like, there's some funky shit in that basement. Well, so I've always wondered, um, I don't know, I've never asked if you've had any. Well, I, I always have just kind of a weird feeling like in, and it's weird because like, you know, the witching hour, when's the witching hour? Uh, 3 a.m.? Exactly, 3 a.m., right? Okay, so, and like I said, I've, I've been up at the, for the past few months, like, for the past year, <laughs> like, I've been up at 3 o'clock in the morning tons of times for the in the past, like, four, five, six months. And there's always just weird things, and you'll see kind of, I don't know if it's just, you know, it's so dark, your mind can kind of, like, flurry and make it seem like there's something. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, there'll be, like, a flash of, like, like a bright light light and then gone and then just have it always have a weird weird feeling and I was laying there one day in bed and it felt like something was like touching me and like it was weird because I, I didn't dare look because I'm like because my eyes were closed but something was touching me so I just stayed I didn't look I didn't look I didn't know if there was a spider or anything but yeah there's always been weird things that I feel up going on around around three or four in the morning you know and Creighton, if um, she's got her room at the bottom of the stairs, Ryder's is there, mine Jess is here, and the bathroom's there. Come out of the bathroom or come out of Ryder's room. As soon as like if she's laying in her bed, she you'll think she's asleep. Shut the door. Shut the door. She wants the door completely shut. She makes she wants to make sure that there's a kitchen light on, the storage room shut, the washroom shut, bathroom shut, stairs shut, and Ryder's room shut. My and Jessica's room shut. She wants all the doors shut. And she's been kind of like that with forever, as long as I can remember. Even back when we stayed in the scary dairy house. <laughs> That's scary the new dairy. name. Scary I was calling it the Black was, Mold yeah. House, but it is Scary Dairy House yeah, now. <laughs> that place was crazy. Oh, yeah, because you said there was some... And I was supposed to look this up. I don't do shit. I... I, I, I get dumber and dumber with each kid. And I was <laughs> dumb to begin with, so that's what you're working with. You said there's some, like, infamous murder that happened around there, and you're convinced. Well, Do you want to explore that a little bit? Well, like, I, I was telling Brady about this last night. We, I had talked about it just a little bit. I don't know why. I mean, there's, it's... I hate to even say the name, because it's just weird. Because I don't... I'm, anyways, the Kiplin Davis, she, she was my age. She uh, disappeared when she was a sophomore in high school. Numerous people around town have been questioned for it. A lot of people I know, family, I, every, they've been all questioned. But it was weird. I don't know why I was up again. It was after a stupid uh, shift at work. My mind just wandered. I'd start Googling stuff. And something came up about that. I don't know why. Oh, what I did is I Googled. Because I had a lot of weird stuff happen. So I Googled our address. And when I Googled the address, that's Kipling Davis popped up. And I'm like, crap. So I start looking into it more. And... I, um, like I was telling Brady, I can't recall exactly what the article said, but it said something about long, winding, rivery road and the long stretch of trees. And, you know, the row of trees, you know, in the river bottom, that's what made me think of. And, you know, I, my mind wandered and started looking at other things. And then I guess I finally got to sleep, got up the next day, tried to find what I was finding out there. Couldn't find anything. And even um, just some of the most random things. I even Google when I Google that address. Somebody, a woman, was killed 
or no, died in that house. And I don't know if they think that it was foul play. But then I, it's, I can't find him again. It's just, I don't know if it's, my mind was just making these things up because I was so tired and delirious or, but there was definitely some weird, weird things going on in that house. Like when we first, before we rented it, Cooper and Ryland went with us to go over and talk to the people. And the people that owned it lived just down the road about a half a block. And we're sitting there waiting for them to show up. You know, kind of like looking at the house. And anyways, we met with them, talked to them, blah, blah, blah. And Cooper is like, a couple, you know, a little while after we rented it, he's like, there was a lady, like a, it's like no face, but kind of like a greenish, like almost greenish pale looking. It was like in the window looking out at us while we were waiting for the people to come over to show us. And Crane would always talk about the little kids on the dryer and the washer and the dryer in the basement. But have you ever been um, in a room and had anything weird happen? And it's just kind of like, it's almost like the room pulse is like, it has a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it can be completely pitch black, but yet it's really bright. And like, I don't know, I don't think the word vivid would be the word. I kind of what I'm thinking, but. It's just, like, you can see... Like, clear. Yeah. you can. It's dark as can be, but it's really, like, pulsating. Kind of like... And it's, I don't know. Had that happened in the house a lot? It was almost like the house was had... It was an energy, maybe. It was, I was just going to say, it sounds like that house needed to be cleansed. So, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Well, the worst house was our... The one on Utah Avenue. That, uh... Was that the one in Payson? Yeah. Brady... Yeah, I think Brady has some stories from there, and he definitely... Has shared a few. I don't think I'd any scary stories there. It was just like a vibe. You'd go in the house, and I don't know. Did anybody stay in the basement? Because the yeah. basement was Cooper, uh, Cooper and Ryland both did. Because it was you'd go in the basement. And it was it was like your same thing as like your grandma's house in Canada. When you go oh. in, in their basement, and it's just kind of like. And I have no ba- basis for this, but I just I go into my grandma's she doesn't live there anymore but the basement in her house i just am down there and I'm, i just feel like devil worshiping is happening yeah. down here i have no no way of like proving that yeah. i like but just it, that's just the vibe i get is like devil worshiping has happened here and i try to think back because it's i don't think she had any kids when she like moved into that house yeah i think she's an empty nester but my cousin did live with her for a minute and my cousin went freaking wild i don't know if she was into devil worshiping but she was wild so maybe some uh what would the word be not on purpose devil worshiping well they say that like um pornography that like the evil spirits follow pornography like the Mm. what are they the succubus or whatever and the incubus and succubus they, they follow like those demons follow pornography. I don't know if this is too invasive, but we had a... What's your one's the male? Incubus? Incubus, yeah. We had an incubus in our Payson house, so oh. that was fun for me. <laughs> um, so sorry if that was TMI, Mike. I don't know how oh, like, close you want to get with me, but yeah, just... Um, that was TMI for me. I, gotta go. I told you about it. I know, I gotta go throw and, up And like, now. there's a lot of 
things like that that happened. The, the Payson house, like up above the above the Mexican restaurant. Sorry, apartment, not house. But well, see, that's like we Brady and I were talking. Like that's whole that's that whole Blackhawk Indian Spanish War right there. Yeah, well, because the, the Walker War was right there on a at uh, the park, which yeah. was literally stones throw away from us. So, and um, when we first moved in. I'll talk about the Payson apartment real quick. Yeah. I'll dive into those stories. But I think how it all started was we moved in. There was this um, guest room. Had funky vibes. We didn't like it. And then in the closet, there was a hole cut out. We don't know why. It is pretty creepy. So we hole like, in the closet cut out? Yeah, like... But then like fill back in? Well, no, no just, just a, like a big, square in just the back square. of the closet. Like... And if there had been, like, wires or a control panel or breaker or something there, literally nothing. Like, and so that creeped us out. We put a poster over it and kept the closet shut. And when we moved in, your wife pulled up with your youngest, and this is when she was going through her really, like, scared of everything <laughs> phase of life. And we That's the thing is, Creighton really never was like really scared and freaked out of everything. Hey, sorry. Oh well, like well, we'd scare the shit out Frankenstein. That big. Oh okay, yeah, you, yeah. And we're the shitty aunt and uncle that are like, oh, it's funny. Oh, okay, never mind. I, but I'm like that with my own kids. If yeah. it makes you feel better, it's no, nothing I, personal. <laughs> she was scared of fake stuff. Okay, no, I okay, gotcha. that's With what I meant. Sorry. No, yeah, she's scared of Halloween, but then she'd mm-hmm. watch like the scary stuff on YouTube and just like slowly back up. <laughs> um, how old was she when we moved in? Like four or five. She was. 2015 would have been. She was well, born 2015, in... No, 2016. It would but, have been in 2016 because we moved out so yeah. at the very end of 2016. Anyway, um, your wife pulled up with her in the car and she just said something to Brady like something about, I don't want to go in there. And we thought it was because Big Frank, because we... She'd always want to get in my makeup, and I'd say no. And so one day I put Big Frank on my caboodle, <laughs> so she wouldn't get in my makeup. And so we thought she didn't want to come up because she thought we had Big Frank, and we're gonna scare her with it. And she said something. I don't remember if she said there's a man in the hole in the wall or just I don't like the hole in the wall. And Brady was like, we... something about the she something said closet about... too. Yeah, and something about the closet. Or I don't even think she said this to Brady. I think your wife had. She said, she won't come in because something about the hole in the closet or, like, I think Jessica related to Brady. And Brady's mm. like, we literally didn't tell anyone about this. Like, this was just, we noticed it. Huh, that's funky. Just keep the closet door closed. Like, so that was, like, our first, that's creepy. Um, Not long after we moved in, I saw a Native American in his full, like, like headdress, garb, everything. Um, And then... Shortly after, I got pregnant, and um, so a lot of, like, incubus stuff happened, but you could chalk that up to pregnancy hormones. I get it. I think the two creepiest things that ever happened to me there is one night, one morning after Brady had left, he's working at Home Depot, so he'd leave at three in the morning, three or four in the morning, freaking early. And I was sleeping, and all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. I was suffocating, and I sat up, like, I sat up in bed like this. Only to realize that, like, my sheets had been up over my face. And, like, it felt like someone was, like, pressing down. Like, smothering me with the blankets. And I had to, like, bring my hands up by my head and, like, push them up so I could sit up. And I, like, woke up, like, <gasps> gasping. And then I... So that was 
a little alarming. But I think um, one of the scariest times is, well, I, scary? I don't know. Odd. But Brady had already left for work. I had to wake up early. I was doing working at Joanne, and I have to go in early in the morning and do the truck. Pull all the boxes off the truck, and you had to be there before the store opened. And I was terrified of sleeping through my alarm. And so I had this dream that Brady's, like, shaking me. Well, dream. I don't know. I Brady's shaking me awake, saying, hey, wake up, wake up. And I look at him, and he's like, you got to wake up. Your alarm's not going off. You're sleeping through your alarm. Wake up. And as I've talked to him, I realized that he's wearing, it's not Brady, but it's some man wearing a mask that looks like Brady. And I can see, like, the holes of the eyes are, like, cut out. And so I can see the man underneath in his, like, eyes as he talks, but the mouth isn't moving. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like... Like, I can see his eyes, but the rest is, like, a Brady face. And then I wake up, and it was right on time, and my alarm hadn't gone off yet. But, like, and it felt like a loving energy. Like, hey, I'm concerned about you. Wake up. Yeah. You're late for work. But looking back, I'm like, that's kind of creepy. So I think that was the incubus. <laughs> like, telling me, hey, wake up. <laughs> wake up, there's a gas leak. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, something, but... Um, I think those were the scariest things that are like most of the stories I have from that place outside of the, you know, occasional <clears throat> bumps and yeah. knocks. And I think that's where Brady was once again sold on the the knowledge that if a closet door is open, shit goes down. Amanda <laughs> has a night terror, like something yeah. happens. So That's what I was telling Mike because I was just like... It's funny because I've never had like a definitive moment myself. Like I was telling him about the one I told you about where I was sitting on this couch. Dude, this one creeped me out when he says that. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was sitting on the couch. I, I was on this side, the, the far side away, closest to the front door. And to to my left is the opening into the, the dining room. And it's just a regular square doorway. There's no door there, but it's just a, a doorway. And... I was just sitting there, uh, watching TV or playing a game or something. I was just sitting here on the couch. And then it was pitch black in the house. All the lights were off. Um, and I just saw something like lean over and peek at me around the corner, out of the corner of my eye. Like I'm not staring at this head on and it does this. It's like I'm watching the TV and I see this thing lean out. And the only way I can describe it is like a white face with like, two black holes where the eyes should be and that's it like i don't remember the mouth don't remember anything else it's just like like a an oval there was just two black circles where the eyes should be and the rest was just completely white i saw this recently too did i tell you that not the white face but the peeping out uh -uh. and i actually i did what i've always wanted to do i got brave and i chased that effort around the corner that's all i did because i i thought it was you playing a joke on me. So I got up and I walked in and looked around and looked and our, our house isn't quiet. Like it's all the wood floor. So you can hear, you can hear all the steps, everybody's steps. Um, so I was like, there's no way. And I went in the bedroom and you were asleep and I was like, what the heck just happened? Like, what was that? And like, I didn't feel threatened or anything. I didn't feel, I wasn't scared. I was just curious. It was just like, We've done a good job cleansing this house. The outside, on the other hand, 
been seeing a lot of crap outside the windows. A lot of, like, scarecrow-looking things. And I think even recently, like, I described it as, like, the werewolf from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, just stalking around the out the windows, and I'm just like, oh, all right, don't send the kids out today. But the yeah. inside's very clean. I don't know. You guys are gonna have to walk me out in the car. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep like I'll go out because I usually I'm usually the one to lock the doors at night, just because I'm usually the last one up. But if I go out to like throw something in the trash or something, and it's late at night, I swear I can out like I don't want to rule it out because we live in the middle of farmland and our neighbor has like a junkyard, and there's always these stray cats. I haven't seen one for a while, but then. This past week, I've I've seen a couple of them wandering around. Yeah, because so, it was in our freaking... I was walking to get the mail, and then I hear in the garbage can, and my mind goes to raccoon, yeah. because they're freaking mean. Everyone thinks they're so cute. So I scream and run away, and I'm like, there's something in the trash can! <laughs> it was a cat. Luckily, I'm like... But I was... Oh, I thought for sure it was a raccoon. And then ever since, well, I went out we've been seeing more cats. Opened it, and I'm like... I'm still staying away because nothing, you know, There's you, you have a cat corner, they freak out and scratch yeah. everything. So I'm like, I don't, I'm not about to get scratched by a stray cat. So I opened the garbage can, but I stayed off to the side. But there's always, we used to always get them wandering around. It's easier to tell when it snows because you can just see the paw prints yeah. all over the place. Right. Um, So I always hear stuff when I go out there to like, you know, check on something or whatever, but I never know if it's, you know, a cat or something else. Mm-hmm. We've had like a couple of years ago, not so much recently, there used to be the skunk. They just loved to hang out. He was pretty in, cute. In this neighborhood. Cause he was like, the one day he was just in the front yard wandering around. And then one day he was, we, um, there was like a stray cat and we just threw our leftovers out for the stray cat, you know? Um, because we they eat the mice and we didn't want any mice, uh, so we threw some leftovers out there. And then later that night, the skunk was out there eating the leftovers right by the back door. And I'm like, ah, I don't think we're doing that anymore. <laughs> so we well, stopped doing that. But he used to, yeah, skunks. The one night, Amanda chased him, and he was like in the carport. You know? I didn't chase him. Well, no, she pulled in the driveway, and by her pulling in the driveway, he was off. running away from the car and ran, oh. like into the carport. But. Well, Mike. So it could be a skunk. Any, any stories you want to part part with? Uh, any final stories? <laughs> oh, yeah. Any I, stories you want to say before we part? I don't know what I was trying to say. Actually, there, I got one more, and then that it has to do with like a you, you ever ever experienced like sleep paralysis? Like, but like, okay, we live in the get, get over in Payson in the basement. Seemed to be like. When we're staying with people, I don't know why, but we're staying with my parents. I was uh in the room sleeping by myself after a graveyard, and I don't. Anyways, I'm in there sleeping, and just really weird feeling, weird, eerie, eerie feeling. You know, kind of looking around. And I I thought I was asleep. I mean, I thought I was awake, but I kind of like look up, and that room's kind of doing the same thing, kind of like pulsing, you know. And I I see this like image come up above me. It looked like a woman in like a nurse's uniform, and she's like holding me down, putting like all of her pressure on me, holding me down, and I can't move. I'm trying to scream, and then she puts her hand over my mouth, and 
and I don't know what got her away or whatever, but I come to and I'm like still looking, I can't move. I look up at the ceiling, it's just all pitch black and it, this this little spirit's just beam's gone. I don't know what the heck happened. It was the craziest thing and but um I it, I don't know. I've had a couple of times where I woke up with the sleep paralysis and I've heard about it, read about it, and it's really that's one thing that I don't like with all this other stuff. I, I don't mind seeing the things, hearing the stuff, running across it, seeing it. But then, but being kind of like paralyzed and being able to do anything, that was like a weirdest thing because I've never had anything touch me until then. And this was like in 2000, maybe 15 or something. That was, that was just the strangest, unexplainable, uh, weird, I don't know. And then uh, that house, it was my parents' old house, uh, the, my dad sold that house and Cooper ended up running into somebody that lived, lives there now and they're asking Cooper like dude what's up with the basement has it always been creepy has <laughs> always been scary he says there's like a woman that could just scary like nurse woman down there I'm like <laughs> but I've always had this weird dream when I was younger and it was like and it it, it felt kind of like I did in that when I was had to sleep the paralysis or whatever it was kind of like a like a really soft, like, and it'd be it really, it'd get like louder as it come towards me. And like, it, it was just like a feeling. I don't know if I was having some sort of weird thing, but I had kind of that same feeling that night when that, uh, whatever was holding me down in my bed. It was, I don't know, I've had that dream ever since I could remember. I'll still have it to this day, and I'll still wake up and like look, and I can see the room kind of just doing the same thing. It's kind of like, Slow, 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 fast, 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 fast. But I'm just still like staying there really slow. I'm not going fast, but everything around me kind of starts out slow and then fast. It's, I don't know. I tried to read in to see if that's anything to do with weird paranormal stuff or whatever. But have you guys ever experienced anything weird like that? Like a like the, sleep paralysis or like the energy pulsating? Either the energy pulsating is kind of like slow and then also fast, fast, fast. Because fast. I'll, I've never seen. Like, I, I can picture what you're saying, but I've more, like, felt it or heard it rather than seen it. Well, that in my but... dream, I, I I don't necessarily feel it. Oh. I can, it's kind of like, that's kind of like when I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming that that's going, and that's what it, that, I was trying to relate, uh, relate it to that. Like, that's oh, okay. what it kind of feels like. Okay. But. Yeah, no, I, our, when we were first married, I had sleep paralysis, like, a mofo and... In the, in this Cedar City house, I'll get it, their apartment, we call everything a house, yeah. <laughs> um, in the Payson apartment, and then, I don't know if I had it a lot when we moved to Salem, but by then, Brady knew, keep all the GD, uh, closets closet shut. shut, and, oh, we had something with our daughter the other day. Um, I can't remember, she's like having a night terror, which is odd for us, and went in, comforted her, got her to go back to sleep, and then I turn around and, uh, guess what's like, cracked open, like that much, the closet, and I walked back into the bedroom and said, closet was open, like. Well, their closet doesn't really shut, I gotta find a, maybe I'll go up, buy one of those little magnets that just It's doing, we've been good with the system we have i just i need to check it before i leave but yeah yeah 
No, I was kind of mentioned the one time to Mike when we, but we probably talked about this on the last Halloween one, but maybe not when we lived in the Spanish Fork house and you would have night terrors like minimum three times a week. Oh yeah, it was like bad. it was almost nightly, and then we moved out. And, like, immediately they stopped. They didn't completely stop. It was, like, they went from, like, three, four times a week to, like, once a week. And then once every couple weeks. And then once every couple months. So, like, it still happened, but it wasn't, like, every night, you know. And I... I, don't I know, wonder if that it was, was one of the first things where to be, like, we were living crap. or if it was where I was working. Because a lot of my dreams I'd be having would surround my workplace but then I feel like I still had them even after that job shut down but that building was actually that was a thousand percent cursed the yeah. spot I worked at well, do you remember the primrose where we had our yeah. yeah that place was uh it's a church now and that even just like going by it I'm like oh it's got funky energy <laughs> like oh but yeah but that was that was like the first thing where I would call that like a, I don't know, like a, a testament to there's something after to me, you know, because I've never had, like I said, I've never had that moment where I like turn the corner and come face to face with a ghost or something, you know. Well, do you remember being in the shower? Sorry, Mike, we've completely like cut you You're out. good. Do you remember being in the shower and we both would see the same image when we'd close our eyes and it was like an only mask looking at us? That was in Payson. No, it was in. Was it there? I'm pretty sure. And I told you about Melty Face. There's a ghost walking around with a Melty, like, looked like his face melted. Okay, I remember. So I remember, yeah, okay. I remember that in Spanish Fork. And I don't remember it ever happening again until Payson. And Payson was the only other place where I would take a shower. And, like, I didn't feel, I, I, I was afraid to shut my eyes. Like, when you'd shut your eyes to wash your hair out. And I'd try to do that, like, as fast as I could. And those are the only two places that I've ever had that, that vibe of, like. But, well, and again, it, the showers at work, but that's for a whole different reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, a whole nother, that's a whole nother episode. That's huh? a whole nother can of worms. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, Spanish Fork House. And then Payson House are the only two places where I'm like, don't like to shut my eyes while I'm taking a shower. I just try not to. Try to avoid it. Oh, the burns, the burns. burns. <laughs> well, just deal with the burn. Mike, thanks for coming over. I know you have a whole, like, you have a ton of stories. So I, even when Halloween's over, if you ever want to come shoot the shit with us, please come back. Do. do you want to plug your hats if no uh, one listened to the last episode we didn't really cover it this one i'm sorry it's all right go yeah. back and listen to the last episode with mike <laughs> well, thanks for having me it's been a good time and yeah. keep your closet door shut <laughs> <laughs> you too all right well we'll see you next time baby yeah thanks for coming we love you <laughs>